0: Good afternoon, Tim, and welcome to our pricing podcast, Pricing Interviews with the Experts. I am Lisa Fisher with the Professional Pricing Society. Today we will feature our special guest and partner, Tim Smith, Ph.D. and CPP, founder and CEO of Wiglock Pricing. You can find Tim at WiglockPricing.com. Today's topic of discussion is Pricing Done Right. Tim. Good afternoon again, and thank you for joining us on our podcast. We are happy to have you, and we look forward to your pricing expertise.
1: Uh, thank you, Lisa.
0: Honor and privilege to be addressing you. Oh, you're welcome. So We're going to jump right in and get to the meat of our discussion. So, Tim, what do you mean by pricing done right? Is this really about setting the right price, or is it something else?
1: Oh, it's about something much bigger than that. There are, there are simple methodologies for setting the right price in the first place on a product. Well, somewhat simple. But I'm actually more interested in looking at some of the big failures and big successes in pricing and asking myself what's going differently in the organizations that tend to get pricing right versus the organizations that tend to get pricing wrong. And you realize it's not exactly an algorithm or a Piece of software or a particular technique that's utilized. It's the way the organization, the company itself, thinks about pricing, manages prices throughout the organization, works with its target market to address the right pricing, and put it all together in order to successfully compete, profit, and survive. Okay.
0: So, is there a best way to price, in your opinion?
1: In my opinion, no, there is no one best way to price. There are the best ways to price for a given company. You take a look at Corning. Corning is an innovative-driven company. Its Its needs for pricing is focused around innovation and getting that initial price right on its new products, new innovative materials, finding the right application. And that pricing challenge that Corning has is extremely different from the pricing challenge Evonic or Sealed Air would have in their transactional price management. And how do you actually set the right target price, manage the strategic and planned discounts and rebates, manage the unplanned rebates? It's not just about setting the price initially. It's how do you manage the price across a product's lifecycle? I
0: see. So, Tim, in your opinion, again, why do you think some companies seem to succeed without any discounting, while others rely heavily on discounting?
1: Yes, and we have great examples of both strategies working, varying degrees. Apple famously makes 95% of the profits in the, in the smartphone industry. Samsung makes 15%. And yes, I'm aware 15 and 95 adds up to more than 100. That's because the other guys were losing money. Mm -hmm. Meanwhile, Samsung uses tons of discounts. Apple famously says no to any kinds of discounts. Samsung is having greater market share growth. Apple is doing pretty well. Very different strategies, though. Apple has put itself as the premier smartphone industry smartphone maker and it's Mm -hmm. keeping that position and managing its prices accordingly in contrast Samsung is trying to reach markets competed with Xiaomi and tons of other smaller firms in India across China throughout Asia its target market its means of going to market its its needs in terms of product And therefore price management is quite different so companies can succeed one way or the other it is about who is your target market and how do they respond okay great
0: so can you tell me more Tim about how to react to a competitor's price move or price wars
1: yeah well it's been said that companies famously in the airline industry, companies can only price as well as their stupidest competitor. And in some companies, that's, that's definitely true. In some industries, that's definitely true. You t- take a look at United, American, and Delta, they're definitely pricing with one another. And if one of them makes a stupid move, the others have to somewhat follow. In contrast, Southwest, with a slightly different strategy, doesn't have to follow its competitor's quite as close. You take another mm-hmm. extreme example, you take a look at Porsche. Have you ever seen a Porsche discounted? Never. And you Never. laugh. <laughs> Never, right. <laughs> on the other hand, you take a look at Volkswagen or the European brand Skoda, do you ever see those put on mm-hmm. sale?
0: Um, quite frequently. Sure.
1: Yeah. So it's again about strategy and where are you trying to go for your market? And if the price of a GM varies, the price of a Volkswagen probably needs to vary with it. But the price of a Porsche can ignore the price of a GM because it's a Porsche. So you have to be more targeted other than just saying, oh, my competitors are beating me up. Targeting which competitors, whose customers, do I need to respond? Can I ignore them? Do I have other leverages, Are there means of managing a price response? Other than dropping my price. Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. So, with that, Tim, who should make the pricing decision in
1: companies? Oh, look at all the decisions I just hit you with. We have strategic mm-hmm. issues about what industries do I want to go after, what competitors am I managing, who are my target markets, how do I design the the product going in, how do I manage the price at a transactional level, how do I manage the price of product at the market level. And you quickly realize it's not one decision, it's not one decision maker. mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Take a look at the leading companies in pricing. They routinely marry sales, marketing, and finance in their pricing decision process. Mm -hmm. Hence, the decision isn't one person's decision, it's a process supported by the pricing professional
0: Excellent. And then um, what, then, do you believe is the role of the pricing professional, given all the individuals that kind of touch this decision?
1: You take a look at the methodologies, the analytics, the capabilities of actually shepherding a pricing decision from strategic area all the way down to the financial transaction area. Somebody has to do that. That's the role of the pricing person. Somebody has to provide that analytics. That's the role of the pricing person. That pricing professional is providing analytics at the transactional level, support, if not pricing itself, at the new product and innovation, analysis at the competitive reaction plan, understanding of opportunities in pricing when entering a new country or entering a new target market. An, they are can be an expert, an expert resource in how to manage pricing and pricing questions. So at least you don't flub up like GoPro recently did in cutting the price of their fancy headset sports gear camera mm-hmm, cutting mm-hmm. that price and losing all their market fair value. Or flub up like in the past of just simply not communicating price correctly that's Netflix, or even more recently, Macri, president of Argentina, and his errors in communicating why the price of electricity and gas needed to change. That pricing Mm -hmm. professional can help reduce those errors, therefore preventing companies from imploding.
0: Excellent. Excellent information. Tim, thank you so much for joining us and sharing just a snippet of what you'll probably be covering at our 27th Annual Fall Pricing workshop and Conference. Tim will be a keynote speaker on Friday, October 28th, talking about Pricing Done Right, the value-based pricing framework proven successful by the world's most profitable companies. We certainly enjoy chatting with you, Tim. And for additional information, please visit our Pricing Society website at pricingsociety.com to learn more about our organization and other keynotes and breakouts and workshops that we have coming up. And please get social with PPS and subscribe to our blog, thepricingauthority.com. Follow us on Twitter and Periscope at Pricing Society. Stay tuned for our monthly pricing podcast with other industry experts who will join us to share their pricing best practices. Tim, thanks so much, and we'll see you in just a few short weeks.
1: Uh, Thank you, Lisa.
0: Take care. Bye-bye.